I'm Sophie. And I'm Emily. Welcome to Hallmark Remarks. Hallmark Remarks. Ba-na-na. We're back! <laughs> We're back! And we didn't Yay. trip over each other. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was like a slight pause, but we got this about, you know, what, almost a year into this, and we finally yeah. sort of have an intro. We did it. Um, well, for the, our listeners, it'll not be July anymore, but um, it's two days after Christmas in July, so Merry Christmas, everybody. Yes, Merry Christmas, and it's like we're living on a prayer, you know, we're halfway there. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm so excited for, like all that stuff going up but can you tell us what you did for Christmas in July because you're like the OG person of my life who actually celebrates Christmas in July and I'm a newbie so I want to hear what you did yeah so I um started this tradition actually only a few years ago and it was strictly because um Haley my now adoptive daughter was my foster daughter and she was with me for about six months at this point and I there was just a lot of uncertainty. I mean, welcome to foster care. And so I had read that somebody was like, come up with your own traditions, like in foster care world, adoptive world, like make up new ones, um, include, you know, the child in them, like make it make it a whole thing so that they're not being introduced to all of your traditions. And so yeah. I was like, all right, well, I love Christmas. This is a fun way to do presents, like whatever. So I posted like one thing about it a week out um didn't say anything about gifts just was like i think i'm gonna celebrate make it a new tradition give me some ideas and everyone your mother so this is back in 2020 everyone and their mother was like do you have like an amazon wish list for her (laughs) we received like 10 packages um and it was like all stranger things graphic novels of course yeah um but anyway and so i didn't tell her so like july 25th was a saturday that year and she comes into my room that morning, and she's, like, laying in bed with me. <laughs> I start playing <laughs> Christmas music. <laughs> and I throw elf boxers at her, and I yes. said, put these on! Put these on! She was, she was like, what the heck? Well, and in the middle of the night, I, like, went and I decorated our whole living room. Like, it, like, threw up Christmas in there. Oh, my gosh. And so she was like, okay, like, kind of like... I get presents, so I don't care, but also I was like, this is so trippy. And right. I wasn't feeling great, so I was supposed to have, like, all these people come over with their kids and, like, decorate um, cookies, but it was just the height of pandemic, so I was like, yeah. no, I'm not feeling great, don't come over. So it's just the two of us, which was actually lovely. Like, I mm-hmm. really appreciated and enjoyed that. And so um, we watched Christmas movies all day, including Hallmark movies, and open gifts had um a few like christmas traditional treats that we make every year like we had those and um just kind of had a silly fun you know time yeah well fast forward two years later we're on Mm -hmm. our third christmas in july and um my friend hannah has been staying with us for a while so i just let her know i was like do whatever you want christmas in july is about what you want it to be you know you don't have to do it my way whatever but here's kind of the plan for the day and so um we each got each other gifts and we exchanged those at lunchtime and we made one of our favorite like family christmas treats and then we had some family friends come over to have three young kids they went all out like dressed up to the nines with a christmas tacky sweater vibes you know um, it was like 94 degrees outside yep. <laughs> and they like fully embraced it and just thought it was so fun. And so, yeah. and we didn't, 
we decorated it took us like five minutes to decorate i wanted it to be Mm -hmm. simple and just cute you know um and i have this christmas tree that is like uh three feet tall not even it's probably Mm -hmm. two feet tall looks very charlie brown christmas tree at this point because like 12 years ago i bought it for my college dorm (laughs) right and it has just lasted this whole time and every year it gets worse and worse but to me it gets more and more like charlie brown christmas tree so it sticks with the theme so why throw it away um and Haley put like a tiny little stocking on top and so a star like it was so funny i love that (laughs) and so and we watched the santa claus the best yeah yeah i think if you can that's one of those like if you could only pick one christmas movie to watch that's certainly one to pick from to try and like narrow down to one that's just such a classic one that i it's love it's so funny like the dry humor is so solid and Mm -hmm. like the kids you know they enjoyed it um and it didn't have to be like some cartoony weird thing so anyway yeah we had a great time it was really fun that's so cool so i um well i mean i guess i kind of celebrated we did something at work this weekend that was like kind of christmas in july themed we wanted to take it a little bit further but it was kind of short notice and we didn't want it to be a stressful thing and so we were kind of trying to just be resourceful of what we already had available in the coffee shop but one of them we did a gingerbread chai latte and it was so good and i'm actually so proud because i made the gingerbread syrup i just looked it up online we make a lot of our syrups in-house and it's actually so so much easier than i originally thought it would be so for the gingerbread syrup here you go listeners that's a little insight on how you can make your own syrups but for the gingerbread syrup we did um you just do equal parts sugar and water if you're gonna do a simple syrup and we took the sugar in the raw and we did equal parts sugar in the raw and hot water and then i added just like i listened to my heart and i added a little bit of orange uh just like squeezed orange juice or whatever like the tiniest bit um what else did i use ginger clove how how much of like ginger and clove oh just like with my heart i just was like smelling it and um so I just sprinkled in a little bit of ginger, a little bit of clove, and the orange juice. I just squeezed the or- like half an orange, um, and then I did, I think I did nutmeg. It was either nutmeg or, like, we have this, technically it's pumpkin pie spice, but that just means it's, like, allspice and cinnamon. But what we took, I think I took 12 ounces of sugar, 12 ounces of hot water as the base, and then used the seasonings to go into that mixture how I thought it would be the best so like that my base was about 12 ounces and then I just kind of like smelled it and was like that smells like Christmas um and then we have our little pump bottles that we put them in and so we did two pumps of that syrup for the chai mix and um then what we did was top it with whipped cream and then top it with a ginger snap cookie on top um so you have a little cookie cookie and milk vibe um and then another fun thing we did was iced peppermint hot chocolate and i think the traditional way to do that to do an iced hot chocolate is you have to blend it with like ice cream and stuff it's more milkshake but we don't have that so what we do is we take the milk the chocolate and ice you put it in two shaker cups like you're gonna make like a cocktail or something and you just shake that up and it gets the milk all frothy and really delicious Uh. and we add um we added like house-made peppermint syrup to that and we top it with whipped cream and we did the green and the red sprinkles and it was very festive so 
that was really fun. A lot of people really liked that. And um, it's very, like, cozy for one of them. And then the other one is kind of, like, you know, summery because it's still Mm -hmm. cold and everything. But Mm -hmm. that was really fun to do. And um, it's not really Christmas in July, but, like, Saturday we went to the Dave Matthews concert in Virginia Beach. So that was fun. (laughs) Um, Oh, my gosh. Just trying to do some, like, fun fun summer stuff because now I have a little bit more time on my hands. I don't have King's Dominion anymore. So between Hmm. me like trying to fix up the house a little bit um, because now I'm in my house, a lot of developments have happened. But yeah, that was um, that was Christmas in July. I had to work, but then we went to Virginia Beach for the day and um, you know, after after we got off and that was that was really fun. And those drinks were delicious. So highly recommend Um, making your own syrups. (laughs) Listeners, I just typed up the very vague um, explanation that she gave for the syrup. And I will put that in the show notes for you. (laughs) Just measure with your heart. I didn't do any measurements except for the water and stuff. (laughs) Listen, so the the Christmas dessert thing that I made that we always Mm. make around Christmas time that's like it's a family recipe is something called peanut butter roll. And there's... It's, it's like you're making a candy um, for part of it, and, but mm-hmm. then what you're doing is you're adding it into um, eggs, egg whites that are beaten stiff, so it mm. becomes this, like, fluffy cloud heaven oh thing. Well, that fluffy cloud heaven thing, you have to whip it until it goes from shiny to dull. Okay. Well, that's in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah. so <laughs> I always say, like, there's a moment when my soul tells me it's ready. Yeah. When you know, you know. <laughs> and I told my grandmother that who like, so it's my mom's side of the family and my grandma always makes it, you know, whenever the whole family gets together. And um, one year she taught me how to do it. And I think all of this, cause it's all, it's five sisters. I think all of them know how to make, make it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am the first grandchild who learned how to make it. Yeah. And I taught Haley how to do it. So she's there you the go. first great grandchild. Oh, that's so cool. Um, but anyway, I told my, I was like, grandma, I say this, but it's like true. There's just this moment when my soul kind of whispers, it's done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she just looked at me and she just nodded and she was like, yep. <laughs> yep. It's like, you know, it's like, you, just trust it. Whatever you're doing. Oh, like that should have been filmed. That was, that was my Hallmark movie moment, but it was with my grandmother. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's so good. I love that so much. But yeah, like I tell myself when I'm shopping or something or when I'm going to the thrift store, it's like, what am I looking for? I will know it when I see it. I will know. <laughs> yes. That's it. Yeah. yeah. What? Actually, I want to know from the listeners, what are the moments when your heart has just whispered? Yes. Yeah. Like, this, yeah, the simple, the simple things like, did you ever pick up, um, you know, are, are, were you making something? Were you like looking for something? Were you not even looking, but you found it? Was it a puppy? You know, yeah. like, was it, yeah. was it a pair of shoes? Like what was yeah. it? Yeah, it could be anything. Like I know a lot of people have those moments when they meet their person, but it's also like, I want to hear, I, we don't want to hear that, but we, <laughs> I want to hear like, Mostly for me is when I'm going shopping or when I'm like mm. going into a situation that could be potentially overwhelming, but not that serious. Mm. Like, you know, mm. I'm trying to find this one particular thing or when I don't even know what I'm looking for. It's like, I will know it. Or it. was it like when you were making your dating profile? Because this has happened to me before. And I find like some selfies that I thought I looked fat in, you know, uh-huh. like forever ago or like ugly in. And I find them and I'm like, <gasps> I am beautiful. Right. Those like, oh my gosh, you're like, you're seeing clearly type moments where Mm. it's like, you know, a eureka type moment. What are your eureka moments? Listeners. Yeah. I love that. When does your heart whisper? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) But no, a lot of cool developments. We haven't talked in a while. I think Christmas in July was like, we chatted about that. And then the last, I don't even remember the last time you had just gotten back from like Utah. (laughs) Just a month ago. Yeah. I feel like this summer has been, I say this every year, but this summer has been the craziest. Um, yeah. Not in horrible ways, but we have been gone more than we've been here as yeah. far as weekends go. Um, and that just means, you know, crazy life. So I know. I feel like every nice. post you're like water skiing or something. Like you're in Tennessee yeah, or you're I'm either water somewhere. skiing or... Yeah, I was... Uh, for our listeners, um, this past weekend I was in Richmond, which is where Emily is from. Yeah. And Emily <laughs> but I was not there. I was in Virginia Beach. <laughs> <laughs> I was um I was just there for a baby shower yeah. and to see I got to stay with it. I got to stay with one of my former roommates and like meet her baby, which is so cute, and Aww. then got to go to one of my best friends um showers, baby showers and just see her like so pregnant and like yeah. gl- not glowing but glowing, you know what I mean? Yeah, just yeah. like uh so cool that I get to see that. Um and I think, like, pandemic took that away yeah. from some of the people in my life that I couldn't, like, see them, you know, with all that. So it was really cool. Um, mm-hmm. But it was funny because I was in Richmond and I told her ahead of time, I there was no way I could have seen you. Like, right. I genuinely, it was so hectic and I was so exhausted and um, I can't have gluten and I had gluten somehow. Like, my mm. body has just shut down. Yeah. And so I'm like, there's no way we could have seen each other, but how ironic that I went all For the way sure. there and you weren't there. I know. I was like, oh, um, that night I'm going to Virginia Beach, but yes. next time? Question mark? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. No, that's... But um, in the wild, so yeah, like, we just... just like going to friends, I don't know, for some reason, baby showers and like seeing my friends have babies is just like a whole other level. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's that's a human. So like my <laughs> my boss, um, my my boss and his wife, like... She just had her baby uh, like eight days ago, and mm. it's just wild because I've known her since like sophomore year of high school. And wow, s- like seeing somebody who I've known for a good chunk of our lives, um, you know, like basically see her through her whole pregnancy, and then all of a sudden I show up to work, and her sister works at the coffee shop with me, and her sister was like. She wasn't supposed to be working that day. She was like, yeah, well, Chrisman called out because, like, Meredith had to go into labor or whatever. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I was, like, freaking out. <laughs> and so she was, like, working the morning, and then she went to the hospital. And then, like, oh, she had her gosh. baby Sunday, like, last Sunday. So I feel wow. like that's just wild. I'm like, I've seen the baby a couple times. She's the cutest little, like, button of a little five pound beeb yes. and I'm like you had that in your tummy <laughs> like I yeah. feel like a toddler yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was in your that belly. was in there <laughs> and now it's out here <laughs> you, oh my gosh and she's like the cutest thing ever but like going to baby showers and all that stuff is just like a whole other level to like my friends like <laughs> just live well it's okay crazy. so I always hate on showers I think that they're so incredibly boring like mm-hmm. when you when we really boil it down it's okay to have them like we're yeah. showering the person with like things that they need and want and all that kind of stuff but I think that they're so just cheat like it's like instead of getting together for like oh we're gonna have brunch and then everybody's just kind of chilling there's no expectation yeah. you're just like hanging out 
But at a shower, it feels like there's going to be the cheesy games and you have to have certain types of conversations and everybody's like, oh, how is... And everybody asks the same questions. How how are you feeling? When's the due date again? What's yeah. the name? Why'd you pick the name? Like, just the, over and over. Oh, my gosh, yeah. So, but I'm at this shower and at the end is when she started to open up gifts. So if people didn't want to stay for that part, they, you know, could peace out. Yeah. And, uh, which I appreciated. And I'm sitting there and I'm I'm being the dutiful, like former maid of honor yeah um and taking all the notes and stuff like that and (laughs) my friend anna kept going oh like whatever and i was like rolling my eyes so many times but then there was one thing i forgot what it was but one thing that got pulled out and i all of a sudden was like the (laughs) oh my (laughs) god and i think it was like the probably like i think um her mom got her the potential potential like take home from the hospital outfit yeah. you know so like a couple of things that were just really little and my brain yeah. was like she's gonna be that small so small <laughs> just the tiny things i just want to buy like i haven't bought her anything because i'm like you don't need anything and they have a smaller space so i'm like i'm not trying to add to the like chaos but also i yeah. just really want to buy tiny little shoes like tiny little baby shoes they're so cute like the little bows the little bows that could fit around my wrist literally are supposed to go around their head their head and all of her bows are too big because they she like the ultrasound said she was going to be like six and a half pounds or something like when they checked it and she was only five pounds when she was born so it was like a little off clearly yeah but like all her bows are too big for her head i'm like oh my gosh i don't I don't particularly want children, but I think they're so cute and tiny that I just want to be the auntie to all the children. So I'm like, can some, can I buy somebody's baby a tiny pair of shoes? Because like, oh my gosh. I just, I just you want to buy allowed, the tiny shoes. If and when I give birth, I will yes. just text you that you're the shoe girl. Like that's you're how it. That's how I want anybody to tell me that they're pregnant. I just want them to text me tiny shoe time. Tiny shoe. <gasps> tiny shoe time. And be like, oh my. I'll know exactly what it means. <laughs> Wait, that's so good. Tiny shoe time. <laughs> tiny shoe time. I'm so excited. That's so Anti tiny shoes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Tiny. Tiny shoes. I'm so ready for it. Like tiny ballet that's your shoes rapper or name. something. Um, that's your that's your that's your um, entertainment it's my name. DJ like, name. <laughs> DJ name. DJ Tiny DJ Shoes. DJ Tiny Shoes. <laughs> the house. Oh, Everybody's like looking gosh. at your feet and they're like, those aren't small. Those aren't <laughs> small at all. I have the biggest feet too, which is like the ironic oh part of it. But that's going to be like, that's going to go on my resume. It's like Hallmark Podcaster and DJ Tiny Shoes. And they're, Wait, it's gonna head elf, head elf tiny shoes. Oh my gosh. It's my <gasps> Christmas name. That's it's your elf name. name. Yes. <gasps> wow. Do you have an elf wow. name? Have you done those quizzes before? I have, but I don't remember. It's like, oh my gosh sparkle farts or something you yeah, know what i mean we'll like pull, it's like we'll always pull one of those charts up for later at the end after we review the movie we That's can talk so about good. what our elf names are <laughs> that would be so funny That's so good um okay so, so one last thing um this is a pop culture thing but selena gomez our girl um she just turned 30 wow um i think last week she had like her big party and turned 30 and all that kind of stuff um and i was just sitting there and i was like i know i'm 29 which mm-hmm. means I'm going to be 30, like, not soon. It's, like, in 10 months or something. Yeah. Um, but, like, isn't she still 22? <laughs> right. Isn't she still Alex Russo? Like, <laughs> I actually never watched Wizards of Wave- Waverly Place. Um, I think of her with, like, the Princess Protection Program. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. like, the song Send It On, you know, that was supposed to change mm-hmm. the world, you know? Um, and then, of course, just dating Justin Bieber. Like, <laughs> Well, and then um, she was in the the newer 
version of like the Cinderella movie or whatever. She did the Cinderella. Another Cinderella story. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That movie. Give me a tango scene, even if it's repeating the same choreography the whole time. Give me a tango scene and I'm done. I love it. Because here's the thing. I have never seen one like in Disney World, like the mm-hmm. Disney realm, you know, yeah. that's actually like decent. That one was yeah. like a little spicy. Like, yeah, there was like a, a little, little leg like, mo- movement, and I was like, okay, "Yeah, wearing a yeah. mask." But that girl, that girl is thirty. Like, how That's crazy so cool. is that? She but like honestly, does some I think. Stuff. Yeah, like she's been doing, you know, only murders in the building, which is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I've really enjoyed the last few years for her because I think she's settled into, and it's it's a feeling I have where you're mm-hmm. settling into like. I just don't really care what other people yeah. think. Yeah. I am who I am, and I surround myself with the people who like that. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's just, like, cultivating your life a little bit and, like, not being ashamed of being authentic, which I think is, like, a lifelong goal and journey. But, like, I don't know. I just love that she's, like, doesn't she have a cooking show? And she's, like, kind of yeah. settling into this, like, kind of cozy. I just see her as, like, a home, like, a homebody but not hermit type person. And I'm like, oh, that's how I want to be. I just want to like cook really good food, have like a couple close good friends and have like, you know, a life that I truly, truly love. And I think we can all aspire to be like Selena Gomez in that manner. Well, one of her two friends is Taylor Swift. So she is so living her best life. So we all want that. <laughs> so truly, we, I want my best friend to be Taylor Swift as right. well. <laughs> I want um, for my 30th celebration to involve Taylor Swift. So <laughs> yeah. And if that happens to be a Taylor Swift themed celebration, I'm okay with that too. I'm okay with that. She doesn't have oh to be gosh. there, but like that would be ideal. So let's put yeah. that out there now. Put that. <laughs> Swift. Um, can you imagine like, hey, Taylor, um, do you like Hallmark movies? And if Taylor Swift liked Hallmark movies, I could see her being like, you know what? Yeah, I'll do that podcast. Like, Right, right. It's, like, it's weird. As if she... It's weird. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, she just like got, what, her honorary doctorate or something from NYU. I'm sure she has time. She has time. Like, she has plenty of time. She can carve out probably 12.92 minutes, yeah. you know, for us. And we'll, we'll just talk about her cats and stuff and, like, her favorite Hallmark movie. Yeah. And yeah. ask her questions Which, she's probably never been asked before. Yeah. <laughs> to plug this, I was just a guest on um, my friend's podcast. It's called Coffee, Conversation, and Coaching um, with – what is her – she just got married. Uh, Rebecca Perkins. Um, and I am – she did, like – uh, these sessions on singleness is called the singleness sessions for mm-hmm. the month of July. And mine is a part one and two. We talked about like dating. Um, and I got to plug this podcast, which was super nice of her yeah. to let me do that. So I'm going to plug hers back. Um, so go check that one out. It was great. We had great conversations, really, really healthy, um, God centered, but also just like honest and raw. At one point I talked about like sexuality, you know, mm-hmm. and just kind of the, the choice that I've made um, as far as like virginity goes and that kind of stuff, but also just the practicality of like, it's hard, you know, and, and here's what it looks like on a, on yeah. a reg on, on a daily basis. For sure. But anyway, at the end she, w- we were doing rapid fire questions and she said, I didn't tell you about this ahead of time. So if you end up having any for me, like you can ask. Yeah. And I'm like, are you flipping kidding me? You're asking me rapid fire questions and 
in the meantime, while I'm coming up with my answers, I'm supposed to also think of, of questions for you. No. But your girl <laughs> did. I did. I oh did my gosh. remember. I can't wait. And to I was like, you know what? So I said, do you like Hallmark movies? And she was like, I don't watch them because I don't have cable. But and so I plugged Friendly. <laughs> I'm telling you, friendly, be our only sponsor that actually sponsors us. Like, <laughs> like take us in, welcome, welcome us with warm pea coats. You know, just I know. Friendly, just give me a us. cup of coffee but, and a pea coat. Yes, but she she does like them because she likes to watch the like Netflix ones, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah we review those. So yeah. anyway, it was just really funny. Um, fun time with her but it was funny that she was like no but yes (laughs) no but yes like I think everybody loves the idea of a Hallmark movie whether they have their favorite Hallmark movies or not yes so well you know Emily that's a good thing that you just said everybody loves a good Hallmark movie and and we love the anticipation of a good Hallmark movie and then um sometimes that just gets shattered into a million teeny tiny little pieces Mm -hmm. within 0.2 0.2 seconds of a movie oh starting and um that is what happened today unfortunately um we watched a movie uh it's probably the first time we've ever been watching it at almost the same exact like yeah in the movie we, like you were probably like it was, five it was or trippy. six minutes ahead of me it was crazy. maybe yeah yeah um and i think it was only because at one point i accidentally fa- fast forwarded too far like after uh-huh. the commercials yeah and um I didn't care to no. continue to. I, I was like, no, I don't really want to go back and see what that one scene was to. that I missed. So, I, so yeah. um, let's just say that. How do I say this? There are some things that I actually could say that are positive about this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, we're going to give Well, I'm going to give. And I think Emily's going to approve of this. A disclaimer that um, I am morally against this one. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I have a huge issue. Uh, there was this it, this movie was the epitome of fat shaming. It was um, so bad, and it made me very uncomfortable. I I feel like Noom made it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, or like Weight Watchers was like, let's sponsor a Hallmark movie. Um, Who was in that and, room? Is what I want to know. I know, and it, it was disappointing. So, can you please tell them what the title was? Because I've already forgotten. Um, yeah, I was so annoyed with it. Um, yeah. And kind of share maybe some of your initial thoughts. Yeah. So this one is a brand new, like, 2022 summer movie that just came out. It's called Warming Up to You. And the premise is um, our two main characters is a personal trainer and then uh, a celebrity who has, you know, I don't even know how to word it other than the fact that it's a celebrity who's gotten out of shape and the studio hires her to train him to get back into shape for a movie. Um, That's the the baseline which that's okay i'm sorry i don't want to interrupt your thoughts that at the base is fine Fine. getting into shape is fine like being able to run i can't do that right now i don't i'm I'm not cardio in shape you know what i mean so it's like oh okay yeah but anyway sorry go on and he's like an actor who does like spy movies so like every celebrity is gonna have to train for movies that involve a lot of stunts a lot of action like that's completely I would say normal and not unheard of. But I swear the writers and the producer director of this movie just said, have him put a pillow under his T-shirt and make him look horribly, horribly out of shape. It's like the Marvel movie. I think it's Infinity. It's probably not Infinity War, but whatever. I don't know them well enough. It's Endgame. Mm -hmm. Endgame. Where Thor 
is out of shape. And they, they make it like a comical thing where it's like, obviously he's like, they just make his belly look bigger and like, they just do it up to be a comical thing with Thor. I swear the writers of this movie looked at that and said, oh, let's do that, but let's be serious about it. And, like, it was so, so bad. And they, like, so she's a trainer at this swanky gym in Santa Monica, and she is basically, like, markets herself as this no-nonsense, like, hard, hard work trainer, and then, like, Things happen. She gets fired. She goes to Washington to work for her friend at this, like, wellness retreat. And that's when she finds out that this studio, who she's worked for previously, wants her to train this celebrity. They they do it at this retreat because it's very private. They don't want the photographers of Los Angeles to be able to, like, you know, photograph it, photograph him looking the way that he does and all this stuff. But, like, there are so many parts of this movie that I literally just texted Sophie and I was like, this was a bad idea. This is so much fat shaming. She's like, she's a trainer who's very much like they tried to take Jillian Michaels and turn her Hallmark, I think, where she's mm. not as like, she's not yelling at you to like, you know, don't stop unless you throw up and die. But she's making comment like they have her make comments about his weight and like, oh, yeah, he's really out of shape or like uh, he orders pizza at one point in time and she's just like. Don't you care about what you put in your body and all of these things that's like any normal human behavior of like ordering pizza or like relaxing or anything like that is just like shamed. They they do this stuff like he's supposed to lose 20 pounds in four weeks to get in shape for this movie. So it's very biggest loser where he's like literally exercising all day. She has him eat nuts and avocados and like cauliflower all day long and then she makes comments at one point and says it's not about weight loss it's about getting to be the healthiest version of yourself i'm like this is so toxic because you're not going to eat avocado for lunch (laughs) you know that my my mo on here is how could it how could they have done this well and (laughs) i was sitting there going i wish what they had done so she has this like moral aspect of like I just want people to be healthy and mm-hmm. I want them to be their best versions of themselves. I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. And it like when you're the kind of fitness guru vibes or whatever, like you're going to say and, and mean it and believe it that like, you know, exercising every day in whatever form, you know, so the, some days that can be yoga. Some days that can be going out and playing a sport. Some days that can be like a heavy lifting day, cardio, like whatever is like going to help you become your best mm-hmm. self. Not, not your eight pack, you know, whatever, not your, Oh, look how like toned you are, but just, you know, they're going to say all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I'm looking at her going, I wish what they had done. And I think they could have easily tweaked it and it would have been a great movie was she hates working with celebrity clients because they want the fast results. Yeah. And yet the money is too good Mm -hmm. to like pass up. And she does get the, get the results. So she's like, I'm good at it, but I just, I don't think that that's how people should do it. I want people to like, you know, want to love working out. So when I do it, I make it fun and mm-hmm. I work them hard so that when they do come, like it's worth it. And I, you know, I, I do teach people how to eat better, but like with my celebrities, <clears throat> I have to just drop their calorie count so low and I hate it. That would have been yeah. like, okay, this isn't fat shaming. This is a 
this is a thing that happens. Celebrities literally have to drop a lot of weight really fast. I don't mm-hmm. like it, but you know, it happens. Um, for these types of like actiony movies, they have to yeah. tone up. Sometimes people have to gain a ton of weight, you know, mm-hmm. and they have to do that like in a healthy and safe way, whatever. But to have a trainer have this like moral, I want everyone to be healthy, as she brings that into a 20 pounds down in 30 days like situation. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, ew, that it doesn't compute. It just didn't make sense to me because it's like her approach was, like you said, her whole goal is like, she, and we find out why at the end, but like her whole thing as a trainer is she's going to work you really hard. She wants you to be your best and like feel your best. But I'm like, girl, feeling your best does not mean roasting cauliflower instead of having a oh. s'more. It's very restrictive. It's very much like eating nuts and seeds for breakfast and an avocado for lunch and a green smoothie for dinner. It's one of those, like, the movie itself is marketed as, or, like, the plot line is, like, he goes into this extreme crash diet situation to get ready for this movie, and he's working out all day long. And they, it's like they tried, and like you said, they could have tweaked it so easily because it's like they seem to try to get to that point where, like, she makes a few comments where she says, um, you know, they go outside and do like a water sport. And she's like, this is so much better than just being stuck in a gym all day. And then the next breath, it's like, OK, well, I will, you know, help you do this one thing if you eat a green smoothie for lunch. I'm like, yeah, lunch, lunch. That's a snack. Like it just it's well, so close, but it's it misses I that know. mark. Thankfully, I like worked with a friend who's a dietitian mm-hmm. recently. Um, and so I was able to just kind of shake my head, you know, at yeah. some of these things, but with eating disorder world, you know, that we live in, I, I actually was sitting there going, I am really upset that this is yeah. what, you know, Hallmark produced. Yeah. Um, because I thought in the end, like maybe she would realize there's more to life, have a balance, have yeah. a healthier view of like, you know, if you have really crappy pizza and beer every day, you are doing a detriment to your body. Like I'm okay mm-hmm. with that kind of mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, but to throw it all the way to like, you have to roast cauliflower instead of, you know, s'mores. It was like, that's just not, that's not the balance. The balance mm-hmm. is like, you know, every single time you feel like you have to have four s'mores and like, it's okay just to have one, you know, not a restrictive thing, but like enjoy, you know, how do we learn how to enjoy what's in front of us instead of feeling like we have to inhale everything? How do we look at our lives and say like, what, um, for me, if anybody follows me, I post all of the time about the big breakfasts that we eat. And a big thing for me was I realized I was snacking in the afternoons a lot and I didn't Mm -hmm. know why. And my dietitian was able to help me figure out, well, why don't we try like a big breakfast and it might, and I still have lunch. Like it's like big breakfast and then like normal size lunch mm-hmm. and whatever reason, my metabolism likes that combination mm-hmm. and then doesn't, isn't hangry at like three thirty. you know? Yeah. Um, and that's where it's like, okay, cool. And then, you know, I have a Starbucks or I have, you know, a couple, a couple Oreos or like whatever. And there's just never this like, oh, I'm disgusting. Like that's yeah. why I was in there going, girl, you cannot be a personal trainer in a movie like this justifying a single avocado with no seasoning on it as lunch. It's like, just, uh, it's, gosh. It just took me back to like that 
I don't know. It's like it's trying to be like that early Weight Watchers, you know, yes, type point system, type point system, type like that is like old school dieting that I, you know, the crash diets that I've just seen for my entire life. And I'm like, we're in 2022. Like that is, yeah. that is so. This is gonna sound silly, but like that is so early 2000s or like 1990s or whatever. Like it's just. It's old news for one, but it's also still very upsetting and like people who watch I mean, it's it's like it has an influence. Like people who watch that are going to see this character who's a personal trainer and is gonna be like, Oh, well, whoever wrote that must know what they're talking about and so these are the types of foods I need to eat for fiber and for energy and for all this stuff and then I'm gonna work out all day. I'm like that's just not realistic. And I'm not saying everybody's going to take it that way, but I also think like some people are going to take it that way and think that that's what you have to do. And I'm like, I'm just disappointed in Hallmark for sure. Yeah. I, I notice of myself that I don't watch those movies and say, that's the only way, you know, whatever it's, I, I notice that after watching that, I am more critical of what I eat. Yes. In subtle ways. I am more critical. And that's where I was like, ooh, I don't like that. And yeah. they could have just had such a good, you know, opportunity to say this happens, this celebrity thing happens. And it's like part of the plot line, but it's not a glorified part of the plot line. You know, yeah. um, it could even have shown him like really crashing and saying this is just really hard on my body. I don't know if I want to keep doing acting anymore. Like mm-hmm. they could have totally done that. And I think they did a cool job of talking about, like, why he gained the weight. Like, he went through a really hard breakup. And, you know, you definitely empathize. Like, man, been there. Like, it's just hard emotionally. You know, it takes a toll on you. And so, therefore, it it can take a physical toll. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she was able to kind of, like, understand and not be judgmental of, you know, how he gained so much weight, whatever. But they didn't get, like, a fat suit. (laughs) They didn't Mm. get any type of anything to make it look like normal weight gain. It, it guys i'm not kidding he put a pillow in his it's a t-shirt. pillow and, and then like after one at the week bottom of, of his workouts, t-shirt he took it the pillow gone. out it was like yeah this is so yeah. bad and i swear and honestly, lululemon has an agreement with hallmark because uh-huh. every outfit she wore was from uh-huh. lululemon which i'm just like well, they're both in Canada, so, like, it makes sense. That's so true. That's true. But, sorry, um, I cut But, you I mean, they would really only have to, like, buy her, I don't know, what, 10 of those outfits or something total, you know. Yeah. But I will say the – there was this moment when she, like, takes her hair down out of the ponytail and, like, kind of sh- zhuzhes her, like, hair up or whatever. And I was like, you don't look good. Like, you just th- – this movie didn't do you any justice either, girl, you know. Mm-hmm. And for anybody who watches Heartland, um, it's the, – the actress, the main character in this, um, is the girl who plays Ashley in Heartland. And she is, like, a mean girl in the beginning and slightly becomes friends with the main character and, like, kind of chills out. Yeah. Um, but then eventually leaves – the guy that she marries for no reason except in Hallmark Land she was probably filming some movie. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And so, but it, it's a girl named Ashley and she's the worst. Um, and so I was watching it like, okay, this is actually a softer side of you, um, which is nice. But yeah, I was, I was not pleased because like I said, I think there were some simple tweaks they could have done to the yeah. plot line to make this like so much better and something that it's like, oh, I don't like this, but, like, that's the celebrity crash diet stuff. And he doesn't like it either. I think that's a healthy way to portray this whole thing. 
Yeah. And it's, I think it's they a bummer focused, they chose this route. Exactly. They focused so hard. Like all of my brain got out of this was all of those like remarks, like the fat shaming remarks, the food shaming remarks, like, mm-hmm. and I'm, I kind of checked out at some points, but like we find out at the end, like you said, he had gained weight because he went through a really bad breakup and like heartbreak, heartbreak and everything. And she was the way she was very health strict because both of her parents had been diagnosed um, and died from cancer when she was younger. And that's just kind of like she just wanted people to like live their best lives and be the healthiest they can be because she didn't want to have to like see that and go through that again and have other people go through that, which is like that makes sense, too. But I just like was checked out at that point where she was opening up and talking to him and stuff. And she um Part of the subplot line, I guess, is that she's originally from Washington State where this retreat was. Her best friend runs the retreat, and her grandfather is the one who raised her after her parents died, and she has land that he passed down to her that's, like, right next door. So she wants to get the land rezoned so that she can open it um, up as, like, a children's camp, I think, like a children's summer camp, Mm -hmm. like, for health and Mm -hmm. wellness and stuff. So, like, that was in there somewhere. That was part of the plot, but a lot of the plot was, like, them obviously getting a thing for each other and then we have this one part this one point where his ex-girlfriend who broke his heart is supposed to be his like leading lady in the next movie that they're filming and so she comes to the camp so that they can like build chemistry or whatever and do photo shoots and PR and they were doing this scene where um the trainer was having to read from the script this like action scene and like the girl the co-star and ex-girlfriend was wearing like heels like stiletto uh-huh. heels trying to do this like stunt scene and it was so awkward i was like take your shoes off take your shoes off girl you're wearing like heels well, and, and a then suit. they were doing this like serious like fight scene and the trainer girl i don't guys i don't even remember what any of their names were like, no I, I just don't. i was so over it um but we got main character blondie you know yeah. and she's like reading from the script and then he was like oh you're actually gonna play the villain you have to hop on my back super weird and then she hops on his back and he like like pretend flips her over and it was very slow like you it wasn't even like they did they switched cameras yeah you know shots it was like you watched the very pathetic flip and then they were like standing in front of each other like two six-year-olds with their fists up and their booties like behind them and they're like, uh, get you. Like yeah. all these sound effects. And then he like has to take her down. He does it very slowly. And it was weird. And he's laying on top of her, like looking at her really close. And there are like 30 people at this so retreat. So many like, people. Standing very close watching them. Just watching. And I was like, Ugh. Now, so a weird. couple of things I will say. He is very attractive. Yes. I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I like his... There was one point when his voice was like, or mo- most of the movie, his voice was great. Then at one point, it, he he talked like this. And I yeah. was like, what the heck was yeah. that? I was like, where did that come um, from? And then um, I didn't mind her in the um, like role of cold and distant to like warms up. I didn't mind that too much. Yeah. I just don't like the writing. You know, I didn't like yeah. how how they wrote the story um but one a couple things i really did enjoy the retreat center was stunning so it was beautiful. in 
It's allegedly in Washington State, but obviously Canada. Canada. Um, <laughs> but it was very pretty. And it was yeah. very, um, it felt very normal. Like, you yeah. know, when they go into a tropical thing, they, like, overplay all the, like, perfect, you know, it, it's stuff. So it felt, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, they were walk- walking on a beach that was, like, a ton of rocks, you know? Yeah. And it was, like, okay, but it's still stunning. Um, and that kind of stuff. And they were all wearing appropriate clothing. Like, they, were bu- they weren't they were bundled up, but they were wearing, like, you know, jackets and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the owner of the retreat center, which is her, like, the main character's best friend. I think her name was Sasha. Sasha. I remember yeah, her. I remember I her. <laughs> and then his agent had a thing. And yes. um, seriously liked that more than any other part of the freaking movie. It was so cute. Um, but they were so cute. And I will say this. I cannot stand watching grown people not communicate their feelings. Mm-hmm. And in this movie, every grown adult communicated their feelings. Mm-hmm. Every every single one of them. And it was glorious. Like, he literally said, um, I want to go, like, can my reward for eating, you know, the green stuff <laughs> be <laughs> us going and me getting to know you? And she was like, what? Why? And he was like, because I like you. Yeah. I was like, okay. Like, yeah. I'm okay with that. And then... Um, Sasha and the agent were like flirting back and forth and she would say something and she'd be like just kidding like it was like uh, they were just owning like yeah we're flirting with each other right now that was my favorite Um, moment yeah and then even in the end there was some like confusion and it was a little bit of a miscommunication um because typical like she thought that he was getting back together with his ex-girlfriend um but the moment that he realized that he was like no Mm -hmm. (laughs) she's like okay (laughs) yeah she's like like, okay and we cleared it up (laughs) Yeah, and then they didn't and so well. I did. I enjoyed that because, honest to goodness, I'm just tired of seeing incompetent adults. Like, yes, grow up, say what you mean. Like, stop having all this. Like, it's hard to express myself. No, like you don't. No, no, no. Like, you work through your stuff and you yeah. say it out loud and you deal with how hard it is to say out loud. Right now, I'm going through some stuff with Haley, like with some friends who are just not saying stuff out loud, and then it's prolonging the ish. That's it. Yeah, you know, and it's yeah. like. No, no, no. That's what young people do. When we are adults, we say with our words what we would like, what we want, and then we deal with the fact that sometimes that's not reciprocated, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I read... What did I watch recently? I can't remember what it was, but um, basically somebody was saying to another character, it was like, you have to be honest even if it stings. Like, you have to communicate clearly even if what you say, like, stings or stings you or stings them or what. Like, you have to get it out because hiding it is worse. I was like, yeah. That's good. And that's where we as humans, we don't just, like, pause enough, I think, Mm -hmm. to say, what do I want, A? And even though it's hard, like, I'm going to say it out loud. Even though mm-hmm. it, yeah, it might sting, I'm going to say it out loud. And we just get these messes that I'm like, why, why do we settle for this? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And, like, if you, my big thing is when I communicate something, my brain wants to, like, think four steps ahead and have answers for all the potential questions that that other person may have. That is something that I've had to learn to let go of because if, If it's a conversation that is important enough to have in the first place, like, you eventually, hopefully, get to a point with that other person that you kind of figure it out together. Like, you figure it out together. That's the point of a conversation and being open to another person's side of things, too. Like, I've learned that I don't have to have answers for everything they might ask because 
that's like where compromise happens too and where open-mindedness happens is like not having preconceived answers for how the whole Mm. conversation is going to go. It's like, I need to communicate how I'm feeling, be ready to receive how they're feeling, and then hopefully you find a a mutual point together. And sometimes that happens and sometimes it doesn't, but like getting it initially out in the open, you can't be scared to not bring it up in the first place if you think you need to have answers for how the whole like thing is going to go. It's like, stop thinking ahead. Just like communicate what you're feeling and then go from there Mm because you'll work it out. But yeah, I really appreciated how she was like, well, I thought I heard like somebody in the cabin with you. I thought you guys were getting back together. And he was like, oh, no, that was my agent. He was like staying over. And she was like, "Okay, yeah, cool. So like, what does that make us? (laughs) Yeah, I almost I, I was like, this should be an episode of a show, like an established show so that they could just like show how stupid it is you know yeah. like just just silly it is then anyway they tried let's 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 think about what they tried to do with it they they started off with a girl who really just cares about people's health and wellness and mm-hmm. the gym owner just doesn't understand because all you know we have the storyline of all celebrities need to do is uh surgery so that they can look their best so who right. cares about actually getting fit you know yeah. type of thing so you have moral high ground you know Maureen and mm-hmm. that's not her name um, and then you've got oh all celebrities need to do is in, you know in Hollywood is get a surgery then you've got um, you know guy who goes through a breakup and is dealing with that and you've got you know fat shaming is you know a thing and then you've got the like celebrity lifestyle of I have to lose a lot of weight in a short mm-hmm. amount of time and you've got, oh, the retreat center is trying to revitalize this town. And, oh, my grandfather's, you know, my, my dream, uh, three quarters of the way into the movie, my dream is to open up this kid's camp. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what, to, like, fat shame them, too? I don't even right. know what you're wanting Are to do Are you trying here. to start a Camp Shane or something? Like, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seriously. Um, uh, and then, this is the prequel to Heavyweights. Um <laughs> And then you've got, she is scared to open up and let people in. And then you've got, oh, her, pan- her parents have cancer. So you've got a cancer storyline. And, you know, and then you've got, she's scared to, like, give speeches. And he has to help her through it. <laughs> oh, that's and right, then I you've forgot. also got, he throws funds her way to, like, get brochures mm-hmm. made. You know, and all that kind of stuff. You have literally 11 different, like, storylines that they're trying to do in this one movie. Yeah. And I'm like, if you had done it where you have this girl whose parents died of cancer, and the only way that she felt that she could control her life was to control her health, mm-hmm. and she is a, like, you know, everybody needs to move at some point throughout the day, kind of a healthier, you know, version of it, and... Then she has to work with celebrities, which she doesn't like. She hates the crush, you know, whatever, diets, and it's really bad for your body, but it's good money. So she has the moral dilemma. I mm-hmm. want people to move, but this is too much. Yeah. And then you have this, like, guy that she's like, wow, I don't normally open up to people, but because of his breakup and him gaining weight from it, in order for him to lose the weight, he has to open up to me. Yeah. You know, all that kind of stuff. And in it, she says, halfway through the movie... Yeah, actually, I've never told anybody this so that you'll actually be vulnerable with me. I want to open up this kid's camp. And then he fixates on that, makes all these things happen. She gets mad at him because he's pushing her too hard. And then in the end, he's the one who makes the grand speech that convinces everybody, including her, that she should do it. 
That would have been the, like, right way to go. You would have had normal, clean, like, storylines that would have made sense and not been so jerky and all over the place. And just whoever did this one, they missed the mark every chance they got. Every chance. It's like they tried to get eight different marks and then they stopped halfway through. And then instead of just going back to the drawing board, they're like, well, let's just pick a different mark. Like, oh. Plow ahead. I'm just so disappointed in, like, the whole overall writing and like I don't who was in that writing room and who decided that they were gonna write in an avocado and like I feel like the avocado the avocado was like the unspoken third third main character of this but I personally don't recommend it because like I just don't think that the resolution and the character development of this makes up for the fact that at the beginning they fat shamed and food shamed like I think they just they just missed the mark on how they could have executed it. And I, I like your version better. I think we should pitch your version. <laughs> Hallmark, fix it. <laughs> Go back to the um, drawing board and fix it. I know. I honestly, I give permission for this one. I give you guys ideas all the time, Hallmark. This is the one that you're allowed to for free. No credit to me. Like, reproduce. Just, like, and fly us just out. Just give an apology. Like, just give yeah. an apology of, like, we made this other horrible movie. Yeah. You can use the same character. Like, you can use all the same people. Just, yeah. like, redo it, you just know? Just redo it. And, like, fly us out to where they filmed the wellness retreat yes. so that we can partake in that wellness retreat we as, like, visitors. We will be the stunt doubles. Yes. Do a better oh, my job. gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'll be just, like, a yoga stunt double in the back. Just, like, oh my doing gosh. some yoga. No, I was like... thinking for that scene, you know, how they yes. were, like, being the stunt double. I was like, oh, we could have done that better. I could have done I'm that better by myself. <laughs> not wearing heels on that, like, not wearing, flimsy no. little folding oh gymnastics gosh. mat. But, yeah, that retreat center, I'm like, is this real? Because I need to attend it. Like, but I'm if they have Google. vegan freaking s'mores, I will lose my crap. I will like, riot. I will riot. Riot. I will s- I will black market sneak and sell um, regular marshmallows. <laughs> uh, my question is, how do you make marshmallows vegan? Like, what what do you use to make marshmallows? Isn't it just sugar? Name one thing that is vegan that is not normally vegan that makes sense to you. Uh, like, name it. Wait, wait, what? I'm confused. That's not normally name vegan. One, yeah, that's not normally vegan that they have made to be vegan. Name one thing. Like cheese shredded cheese that's yeah. vegan yeah like how what do they the do frick it? is that like how do but you like, do that but my question is isn't marshmallows in the first place just like sugar and sugar something? is it gelatin it, maybe it's, but i think it's sugar and gelatin but i think there's a cream okay but gelatin so i like think the is the also not vegan oh yeah the gelatin wouldn't be yeah but i mean if there's cream in it then yeah that's not vegan either but yeah but then like how do you make them vegan is it just like sh- i don't know i, don't I think there i think there's a gelatin that is um a xan- it's like, like a vegetable or something. or something yeah i use anthem gum but i don't know if you can do that with marshmallows i don't um, know I, I, if you put it yeah. in smoothies sometimes it thickens them up like an ice cream texture oh it's xanthan like gum so is good. my favorite for that it's very reason so good. okay well so on a scale of one to ten i'm not not trying to be a sarcastic but here i give this a zero please do not watch this movie it is so bad like it's so bad it's a waste of time for sure yeah it does not get us now here's what was nice i was able to watch it and just like laugh and shake my head while i was cleaning out my closet so i feel like i didn't waste my time per se 
because I was I was avoiding looking at it <coughs> by being in my closet and getting something done. So yeah, I was able to like I walk around and like do a little bit of stuff in my living room while it was on, and then some parts, like I said, I zoned out because I was like, oh, there's a more there's another plot point. Wow. So I think if you want to put it on in the background, cool. And if you want to hear this the the things that we are talking about and hear how bad they are, then like. That's sure. fine. Don't expect to have a good time, but you know. No. <laughs> expect to set to to oh my gosh. Expect to text us. Do not yes. sext us, please. Um <laughs> the quote saying, What is this movie? This is terrible. And yeah. we will say Yes. Yes yeah. it is. Or you could just um, say this was a bad idea and we'll say yes. Yes. Yes it was. So remind the listeners what it was called again, a movement something. <laughs> it was like warming up to warming up oh, yeah. to you. Um we you know it's on it's on friendly tv it's on hallmark it's new so they're probably going to be playing it more but i as i was watching it i noticed on the side panel of like all the upcoming movies there was like a few christmas ones and i'm just like getting really really excited about that so i'm so excited we'll probably find out yeah i think it's like october we find out the movie list so very excited um okay so my elf name i looked up a chart (gasps) oh my gosh did you send it to me no. no, but I can Rude. tell you what yours is. Do you want to know oh, what yours okay. is? Oh, okay. Yes, I want to know what mine is. Okay. Um, your birthday is in May, yes? April. April. Okay. Um, I thought so, and then I was like, wait, isn't it like a day before mine? But it's not. It's very um, close. Okay, so what's your elf name? The first letter of your name, E. You're energetic. The month you were born, April. So you're energetic candy cane. <laughs> yes! Oh, my gosh. I love that. <laughs> That's perfect. Um, for me, I am sweet sparkle pants. <laughs> you were right. You thought it was sparkle farts. <laughs> I did think it was sparkle farts. <laughs> but I think when you have sparkle pants, you have sparkle farts. You know? It's like Guy Diamond from Trolls. I have never seen that movie. <gasps> oh, my gosh. That's one of my favorite movies. It's like oh not even gosh. a joke. It's one of what my What if favorites. you were energetic, tiny shoes? I'd be so like happy with your, that, that's, too. That's your name. Like, your energetic tiny tiny shoes. Wait, I have a story um, that I forgot to, to fill you in on at the beginning. So after King's Dominion closed, um, we did a murder mystery dinner theater at the coffee shop because we have such a huge space in the back, and we've done dinners there before that are just, like, pre, pre-selected menu. You just get your courses. So all of us, all the staff were also actors, and I was kind of, like, the MC of it all. I know we're surprised. Um, But what, you know, the owner of the coffee shop, he also owns the escape room. So he is really good with putting those like clues and puzzles together for people to figure out and collaborate on. So our dinner theater was called Coffee in the Front, Knife in the Back. (laughs) That is so good. And my character, her whole backstory and motivation is from she is... um, she I was very vague. Her name is Shelby and she's from the South and her goal is to get up to New York City to be a big star and she ran out of money so she had to get this job at this um coffee shop restaurant to get more money to get up to New York City. But she heard about this dinner being, you know, happening and she was really excited to also be the live entertainment. So um Shelby had a monologue to open the dinner and a she immediately jumps into song. Um to don't rain on my parade and then after the first death 
she is feeling really emotional but also very inspired so she starts singing the arsenic scene from cell block tango uh he had it coming he had it coming that one and then the third act at the very end there was a tap dance so oh my gosh shelby shelby may comes out in this gold sequin jacket that emily thrifted from goodwill the day before and one of the other staff members her little sister has a portable like tap dancing practice floor it's literally just like laminate floor that has like i don't know a little rubber edging and so um it was sitting on the ground the whole dinner and then at the very end of the dinner shelby walks out in her tap shoes and her gold jacket and she obnoxiously picks up this floor and just drops it and then is like okay everybody thanks for coming um we never found out who the murderer was and then she starts a tap dance so that's just perfect that i would be energetic like tiny feet energetic tiny tiny shoes tappy 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 feet the whole time but it was a great time energetic tiny toe tapper yes tiny toe tapper i just love that yeah the dancer of the two of us is the tiny shoes (laughs) i know i was like it it was so funny and it was so much fun um but it was i participated and wrote and directed and produced a dinner theater five days after my contract ended so i'm putting that on my resume (laughs) i don't think it would have happened any other way no truly i would like I was so excited to finish King's Dominion and then be like, I'm going to rest a little bit. And then it's like, oh, our dinner theater is in five days. So we need to have a rehearsal. We rehearsed it yes. all of two times before, like, actually yeah, having people there. So Wait, was, was Nigel in this? Oh, yeah. He was the... Nigel, he, who were you? <laughs> oh, I could tell you all about it. But let's just say he was the owner of a legitimate business where he laundered things. Oh! <gasps> Nigel. And he knew and you know people. what? And you know what? That's what you get for thinking that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. You are a crook and a thief. And it is not a Christmas movie. It everybody. is not. Um, which it was so funny because um, on Christmas and excuse me, on Christmas and July Day, I like on the Instagram account was sharing various things and one of the things as you all have seen was um or as you all saw i post like reshared the two podcast episodes where we talk about um die hard and there's the one episode where emily and i like dive deep into what people will say you know as far as their argument for it is um and we just like ripped those apart and then the second one's one was like when nigel was on mm-hmm. <laughs> and his attempt, you know, at an argument, but how, you know, I was like, absolutely not. And, and just obliterated it. And he, he responded with, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> and I was like, how, how very dare, dare I? <laughs> <laughs> how dare I not? Uh, how oh dare I not? Um, all right. Well, let's, you know, let's move into our last little thing of unpopular opinions. Yep. Um, mine is something that I know Emily is going to vehemently disagree with um, oh that is that i do not find crime podcasts uh entertaining i actually think i think they're so weird and i think it's very weird i'm I'm about to insult you and i'm sorry (laughs) i think it's very weird how people make listening to them a part of their personality (laughs) (laughs) 
You know what's so funny that you say that? Um, I started listening to another podcast that's called Sounds Like a Cult, where, like, they talk about oh, different... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Corbin listens to that one. That one's oh, yeah. slightly fascinating. Yeah. And one of them is called, like, The Cult of True Crime, and I haven't listened to it yet, but, like, it, it's on my <laughs> list. And I think that's so, so funny, and I'm really happy that you said that, because, yes, I disagree, but, like, I feel called out, and I'm okay with it. I'm like... <laughs> I'm okay with it. Like I, I like I have my few podcasts that I absolutely love, and they're all like mostly true crime podcasts. And I am gonna definitely be one of the first people that if somebody brings up like a serial killer, I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, this person. Did you hear about what they did? And I, I don't know if I'm part of the cult where I'm gonna recruit you into it as much, but I'm gonna be like, oh, you know about that too, and then I'll start talking oh, about okay. it with you. Yeah, yeah. So you're like the detailed junkie. <laughs> With yeah. a fellow detail junkie, not yeah, necessarily like if you're, a suck you in person. Exactly. Like if you're not into it, I'm gonna be like, that's cool. I won't try and recruit you, but I am gonna try and find out how much you know and how like what your limit is, and then try and find the other person in the room who is like as invested as I am, for sure. Well, and see that is like how I treat the Bachelor. You know, mm-hmm. like whatever. Um, yeah, I just. I watch like all these. I have listened to a couple. I don't remember what they were because other people were listening to them and they were like, you have to try this one. So I don't remember what they were. Yeah. And I was not like underwhelmed. I mean, they're incredibly well done. And the um, investigation part is fascinating mm-hmm. to me. But um, podcasts have almost always been for me, like listening wise, like a pop funny escape while yeah. I'm getting boring work done. Yes. Or I'm driving. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to listen to something intense and stressful. And that's kind of how mm-hmm. I operate. Like, I will rewatch my favorite rom-coms over and over and over again than to watch, like, a new stressful movie. Mm-hmm. Not because I hate watching, like, stressful movies because it's really not it. It's more like in my, f- like, two seconds of free time. Yeah. I don't want to watch something that's going to stress me out more than life currently is. That's fair. <laughs> so, and I... I get that yeah. too. And my, so the podcasts that I listen to are less like investi- in like the investigative realm and more of like, this is the research that I did on a like case from like the 1900s or like, um, like cold one, cases, not cold cases as much, but like a Jack the Ripper style case or like, um, yeah, maybe unsolved or cold cases, but like, I like the ones that are older like the accident okay. of New Orleans, like stuff like that. Like the that. person could not be alive today. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. or ones that I know they've got locked up and, you know, yeah. stuff like that. But the ones where it's like, there are certain ones that I just won't listen to because I can't handle the content of it. But it's like those, I think it's because I love how the investigation process maybe went back in the 18, 1900s. It's like so different from today. It's like, how did you even do it? How did, no wonder, like, you didn't catch anybody. You couldn't. Yeah. Like, it's just crazy to yeah. me. And yeah. little, I'm not going to say lighthearted true crime, but, like, it's harder for me to listen to things that happened, like, a year ago. Because I'm like, oh, my gosh, yeah. this is so sad. And, like, their families are a lot, you know, like, all this stuff that's, like, they're still, they're still dealing I with that. I just have never been one. I can't, like, I struggle to read books that have, mm-hmm. like, a heavy... 
how do I say this? Okay, so, like, I've always described that it's not that I like or don't like scary movies, for instance. I don't like the ones that could be real. Yeah. And so, I don't believe we're ever going to have an alien invasion. That's just not what I believe. So, mm-hmm. when I'm watching, like, War of the Worlds, I can the whole time be like, while this is stressing me out, this couldn't happen. Yeah. But when I watch movies where it's, like, some, like, mental, you know, institute breakout you know, yeah. person going after and multiple personalities and or a demon possession. What I'm the whole time I'm like, but that could happen. But that could yeah. happen. You know, and then also, I mean, being in foster care land, like it means that I've seen a darker part of society, and I just look at it going, that's nah, real, and I it's too heavy. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I just and I but the whole people making it their personality cracks me up every time because it's like it's so true. It, it's so funny. Anyway, um, so that's my unpopular opinion is I don't really find them entertaining. And I yeah. think it's weird that people make it a part of their personality. <laughs> and I respect that. And I think I'm on the cusp. So I'm like, I'm not going to say I respectfully rebuke you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not as obsessed as I probably could get. But like, mm. I feel that I respect yeah. it. I just love true crime. <laughs> well, folks, please let us know what you think of that unpopular opinion. Um, oh, yeah. And while while you're typing that up, please just always, um, you know, remember the one big truth um, that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Not a Christmas movie. It's not. Have a great day uh, <laughs> and week, and we will uh, catch you next episode. Bye. <laughs> Sophie, I have a question for you. Have you been hearing buzzwords like gut health and toxin-free cleaners? Mm. And are you lost and not knowing where to even start? Or like, what should somebody do if they don't know where to start? Mm. Man, it can get so overwhelming trying to figure out what essential oil will help you, what types of cleaners are safe for you and your family, and why on earth one should even care about something called gut health. That's where Young Living comes in. Yes. So every single product that Young Living sells is toxin-free, third-party tested, and also highly recommended by Sophie and myself. Um, It's a one-stop shop for all things healthy and safe. And the added bonus of more of us. us. Yeah. So it is a network marketing company. So when you sign up, you get the support and question answering from Emily and I. Uh, How to use something, what on earth you can use to help with whatever ailment you're dealing with like head tension and stomach aches or like car sickness or you know your kids needing to focus on schoolwork that kind of thing and how to stretch your dollar to uh, get as much as possible on a budget exactly so like when you become a member with young living you get a permanent 24 percent discount on all products and that's huge especially if you're on a budget so you can order monthly from young living and earn up to 25 percent back in points also and you can use those points to get products in the future Mm -hmm. So let's replace those candles, invest in your health, and have peace of mind with your cleaning products when you sign up to become a member with Young Living. Yes. I know some of the stuff that I've used from Young Living already has like drastically helped, um, Mm -hmm. just especially with six season and all the things. Mm. So I'm excited. I ordered my big essential starter kit, and I'm so excited to get it in. So if you want to be excited like me... There's only a few steps you have to do. It's super easy. So all you have to go uh, do is go to youngliving.com. Just choose your products you want. And then you have to enter our sign up code. And that code, get ready, is 
3-3-0-5-2-7. And you enter that code in the enroller box. And so you can buy whatever you want, as little or as much as you want. Um, and to get the permanent discount of 24% off, make sure that you make a one-time product purchase of 100 PV. And that's just product volume and everything on the site is listed with the product volume number. So you'll be able to figure out what you need to customize to get to that 100 PV. And after that, you're set. Otherwise, you can just purchase everything at retail price. Mm. Ready to get started ditching the toxins and living your best life? Then make sure you head to youngliving.com, snag the products that you're wanting, and enter 31330527 in the enroller box. We can't wait to have you join our Young Living family. Yay! 